listening to the Dynasty Rewind. Welcome back to the Dynasty Rewind, everybody. I'm your host, Michael Bauer. The best in the business is once again back in business, joined by two out of my three faithful co-hosts tonight. We got Nate Christian and Phil Porkman Simmons. Gentlemen, how are we tonight? Doing good. Doing good as always. Right, Pork? Well, of oh, course not muted. doing good. No, muted. not that great. <laughs> no! No, so I'm, I'm doing great. <laughs> the Phillies are in the World Series, and... Uh... The city is on fire right now, so I'm having a good time. Undefeated it, Eagles. Did they burn down Kensington? Is that why it's on fire? They should. Um, Probably no, should. Kensington will ever, forever be there, but uh, they will never burn that down. They should, though. We are also joined by another member of the Dynasty Rewind crew, so making his first appearance on the podcast. You tell me if it's going to be his first last. We got Zach Duarte, the man who is infuriating to some and loved by others, and you can find him on Twitter at FF Lumberjack or Lumberjack to ED. Is there an ED at the end? I don't, I don't think so. I don't know. Okay, great. Well, <laughs> That's a good question. Just type in Zach Duarte, and you'll see some guy trying to look tough on his Twitter. But here he is, Damn, Zach. How are you harsh. Today? I'm great, man. I'm super stoked to be here. Uh, listen, man, this is, like a, this is like a movie, right? From fan uh, to part of the show. How cool. Well, being on this movie feels like a snuff film, if I may say. So <laughs> let's get into it, shall oh, we? Man. And today we're going to be talking about some sell now running backs. So, Zach, I'll tell you what, this is your first time on the show. Why don't we lead it off with you tonight? So what we're going to be talking about, a running back we want to unload from your wa- roster. I almost said waster. Look at me go. Why <laughs> are we getting rid of this running back? And what type of cost are you trying to gain by unloading them. So, Zach, let's start with you. Who do you got for us? Yeah, I'm going to start off hot, man. I think uh, I think this might ruffle some feathers, but uh, I'm going to go with Austin Eckler here. And, you know, listen, I know that when you open Sleeper right now or whatever fantasy football app you, you have, depending on your league scoring, uh, Austin Eckler is RB1 right now. And I don't care. <laughs> I'm just I, – I, I don't – listen, first of all, you look at the last two weeks – you're talking about, I think, 70 or 65 points or 60 points. I, I, I'm very bad at math. That's why I'm here. Um, 60 points in the last two weeks. And I, I'm just not a believer in the long-term viability of Austin Eckler. Look, And let me preface this by saying that if you're a contender, this makes no sense whatsoever. Let me completely preface that. But still, I don't want to be left holding the bag. And what better time to capitalize than when a guy's had – two, three phenomenal games, and he has a history of it in the past, to capitalize on an RB1. Like, we're talking about an, a running back. Um, what could you get for it? This might be a situation where I, I tear down or I just try to acquire some draft capital, uh, draft capital depending on your the depth of your team. Um, you know, for, for me, it depends on the team construct, you know, because I did write down here I might try to acquire Brees Hall for an Austin Eckler. That is a tear down because Austin Eckler is the RB one right now, and Brees Hall is injured, um, and and maybe a draft pick or two. It, it really depends on on your team situation. Um, you know, if you have the depth to just take a hit of of plugging in another running back there, that may, that might be something I look at, or I just might look to get as much draft capital. And uh, you know, you guys might be might be 
um, able to answer that better than me, like a first round, a second rounder plus in, in that kind of an acquisition. It's the, again, this is like the RB one and we're talking about 35 point game and 25 point game in the last two weeks. So I, I know that this can still be a thing for, and maybe not to this level, but he can still be a top five running back for probably another half year to a year and a half. But you know, when Austin Eckler's 29 years old, I don't want to be holding on to that anymore. So for me, I'm moving off the RB one. I know it may not be popular, but I'm trying to I'm trying to get the bag when I can. You know, Zach, it's funny you say that because he was the guy I thought of first, and then I looked up some stats and stuff like that, and I thought to myself, what kind of idiot is going to trade the running back one? This is a conversation I had in this very own studio. But yes, I don't actually disagree. Of course, if you're not a contender, you probably have already moved on from Austin Eckler. But I don't hate it. You're going to try to sell at maximum value. Well, unless you're this guy, he sold Austin Eckler for an additional unknown asset. So a Devi asset and a 2023 third round draft pick. Oh, (laughs) okay. Better be a good Devi asset. Better be. I mean, I don't even know, to be honest with you, what one for one Devi asset you could have right now that would equal Austin Eckler. I don't. Bijan. Yeah. Maybe. If you're, that's thing, that's if you're looking long term, Jameer yeah. Gibbs, if you're looking long term, you know, yeah. it, it maybe one of the top quarterbacks or top wide receivers as well. I would say, you know, if, if you're not contending, any of them, one of the first five picks in the 2023 class. Here's another one Austin Eckler. Uh, Phil's going to push something over with his laptop over with something here. Austin Eckler for George Pickens in a 23 first. That's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I'd probably ask for a little bit more, some late round picks. I know, uh, you, you know, l- listen, late round picks in 23 are going to be something you're going to want. So I might ask for a little bit more, but I, I like that. Oh, some of these, man. Austin Eckler for Clear Shakir in a 24 first. Austin Eckler for Javante Williams and Trey McBride. Just tell me you gave up. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> Austin Eckler and a Debbie asset for Melvin Gordon and Amon Ross St. Brown. And okay, so apparently uh, Austin Eckler for Devonta Smith in a 23 first. Devonta Smith's been getting a lot of targets lately, so I don't actually hate that as much. And I'm hoping that Eagles upgrade a quarterback at some point in time. So, um, yeah, I would move Austin Eckler, but I do think what we're seeing on these trades here is not enough for the number one. It's like trying to sell Cooper Cup too cheaply. So make sure you get proper value for Austin Eckler. Zach, thank you for that. Nate. Let's move on to you. Um, who do you have and how dare you? <laughs> well, um, I have Miles Sanders and yeah. take it. All right. You take know, the, uh, fantasy you receipts know, coming for you. People are looking at Miles <laughs> Sanders. He's RB 16 on the year. He's, he's been a good running back for your team, right? He's RB 16. You know, the undefeated Eagles, they're looking really good. The offense is moving. You know, why, why would you sell Miles Sanders? You want the Eagles well, fight song? I have it on here. Okay. We'll save we'll that for later. Okay. But Miles Sanders, he's just kind of, I think he's been lucky so far this year. You know, outside of one game, he actually hasn't been an RB1 this entire season outside of just one game. So you're not getting, you know, these, these game-changing, week-changing performances out of Miles Sanders. You know, he had 29.6 points against Jacksonville, against Jacksonville. 
Outside of that, there's been two games he's got less than nine points. You know, he's he's a roller coaster, but RB16 on the year, people are looking at the undefeated Eagles. You kind of have this boost for Miles Sanders right now that you can take advantage of. He's also a free agent after this year, and I don't think they're going to re-sign him. They have way too much money already put into that offense. They're going to have to re-sign Jalen Hurts because he's the future of that franchise, Mike. So Miles Sanders is not staying with the Eagles. It's going to be Kenneth Gainwell or someone new. Maybe it's Bijan or Jameer Gibbs. Who knows? Miles Sanders isn't running a ton of routes out there right now. He's only about 33% of the team routes. So he's not getting, you know, a full full look, workload on third downs and passing downs. You know, Kenneth Gainwell is getting in there. Boston Scott's getting in there. You know, he's, he's not like a workhorse running back out there. He's just been efficient at times and had a really big game that kind of boosted his numbers very early on that people got excited about looking at Miles Sanders as a top 12 quarter running back after four weeks, but it's because he scored 30 points against the Jacksonville Jaguars. So, you know, he's coming off his bye. People are going to see that he's playing this week. The Eagles are back playing this week. It's exciting. The Eagles are exciting right now. This is the sell window because they've had a lot of positive game scripts that have allowed Miles Sanders to be used on the ground and be efficient and not, not face, you know, loaded boxes. I'm just saying, I don't think the Eagles are going to continue to be undefeated the rest of the season. I oh. think they're going to start to, you know, show some, so show some issues. They're going to have some close games. They're going to have some, mm-hmm. some bad games where they're playing in negative game scripts and having to pass the ball a lot. And it doesn't seem like Miles Sanders is going to be the guy out there uh, when they're trying to pass the ball a lot every single down. So I think it's just a guy that is very easy to sell high on right now. I don't think he's bad. I think if you have him and you want to score fantasy points this year, he's a solid RB2, RB3. You know, it's a really good flex, of course, for a contending team. But if if you don't need fantasy points this year, he's an easy sell because he's a free agent after this year. And if you don't need him to be one of your top two running backs, I think he's someone you can sell now and find someone that's going to help you out more this year. You can find a better 2022 producer with like Leonard Fournette, who is a top 12 running back right now. You could find a wide receiver who's going to score you more points like DeAndre Hopkins. You know, all these guys, you know, they, you might say, oh, well, they're older. Well, Miles Sanders only one, one year left with the Eagles. And then he's a second contract guy. He's never been that dominant of a running back. This is, this is the sell window, man. This is the sell window. I will say, if you want to take a chance on someone in that roster for the future, see how cheaply you can acquire Trey Sermon. As per Matt Waldman, Trey Sermon fits in better with the Eagles blocking scheme than he did in San Francisco. If you're getting the guys super cheap and you know, you have the room on your roster, why not stash Trey Sermon, right? It's a possibility. Look, like you said, they have to pay a lot of guys on offense, a lot of money. They have to rebuild their defensive line. They're going to try to sign, resign James Bradbury. They have to resign three quarters of their secondary. So a lot of money has to be spent on defense. There's a possibility that the Eagles go cheap on offense at the running back position. Trey Sermon could be that guy at six foot two fifteen. It's always possible. If you get if you get him for a fourth round pick and you get a year out of him and sell him for a second, that's a positive. I don't think there's any way that a team with the aspirations the Eagles have right now are going to go into the 2023 season with Trey Sermon as their lead back. He might be the RB2, RB3, and might have some value there, but they're definitely going to be acquiring someone if it's through the draft, if it's through free agency. They might not have a choice. Depends on how much they pay the idiot under center. So speaking of which, Pork, let's move on to you. And what is a 
player, I'm sorry, a running back that you're moving on from looking at the sheet. I'm not surprised, but tell me why. <laughs> so uh, a perfect sell high window, as Nate says, um, with, with Miles Sanders to me, and I know it's a little bit controversial, is is uh, DeAndre Swift. Um, he's, he's an RB4 and keep trade cut. I think for me, my biggest issue is at the age of 23, he sustained a boatload of injuries. And that's something that we have to to look into. Even from 2018 to 2022, he's had uh, two groins, three shoulder injuries, um, and and the ankle sprain that he's dealing with right now. And in Detroit, Jamal Williams is still there. And it seems like he's the type of guy that's going to be there for a little bit. He seems like the glue of that offense, even though he's the RB2 and he's less talented. Um He's taking a he's going to be taking a lot of those carries away from him, which is going to take away a lot of those um those splash plays that that DeAndre Swift is going to have. Now, no week one, he had a really, really good week against the Eagles because the run defense for the Eagles is quite frankly is garbage. He had 144 yards and a touchdown. But then you go to week two, they play Washington, five for fifty-six. And I believe he had that one long run, but that's all he did. Um, and then Minnesota, seven for 31. And, you know, he had the four, three receptions, two receptions, three receptions um, in those games respectfully. Uh, um, not respectfully, but you know what I mean? Um, just back to back to back. Um, for me, I'm I'm finding a, a issue for me to um, believe in a running back that's going to be on the field because his best ability is availability. And if he's not on the field, that's not I don't want him on the team. If I may say, <laughs> <laughs> but he needs to be on the field. And if he's not on the field, I don't, I don't want that on my team. He hasn't the first two seasons he played in thirteen games, and and this year he's already missing games. Next year he's going to be on his fourth year, his contract year, and he's probably going to ball out then, possibly because of his contract year. But I don't want to have that type of running back on my team that I'm going to have to rely on from from week to week to score me fancy points because I want to win. And if I'm not winning, I'm not going to want to have this guy on my bench, even though I know he has the ability for me to win. I'd rather have somebody that's more reliable from week to week. So I'm willing to sell him for a 23 first if I can, Um, 23 first plus, because some people really love DeAndre Swift. So I'll sell him to a Maddie. I know Maddie loves DeAndre Swift a lot. So I'll sell him. He'll, He'll give me the world for a DeAndre Swift. Um, I know that for sure. So, you know, focus on the people that's when you're in your league that you know who like certain players. Um, and in this case, look for the Swift lover, get the 23 first plus. Um, even if I would like certain running backs, um, that's that's ranked underneath him. I know a lot of people don't like Damian Pierce and want to make sure he's a sell now, but I'd rather have a Damian Pierce because I believe he's going to be the future for that team. But I know that's a, a different story for later on today. But uh, I'll take a Damian Pierce if I can go down and get a Kenneth Walker, or 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 something of that ilk, um, in my opinion, and and move forward and get away from him, and and do that. Yeah, I agree. I actually uh, sent out an offer earlier today trying to sell uh, Swift for um, Najee Plus. I was trying to grab Najee and something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I also made I I made this trade right when the injury occurred. And I got a 24 first, uh, 23 second, third, and Romeo Dobbs. Like, I love that. 
Yeah, I like it's that. Really diversifying, like diversifying there, getting multiple assets. I love yeah. that. When you, whenever you sell one of those top guys, you want to get multiple assets back. Yeah. Nate, keep us updated on if that trade gets accepted while we're recording. Um, that would be fire if it would. All right, so we're gonna move on to me. So this may sound weird. He's my running back one coming out. Najee Harris, you're going bye bye off of all of my dynasty rosters. Here's me. why. <laughs> you, all right. Um, if I have him anywhere and you want him. Let's Send him over my way. All right. No, you no. I love the anxiety I get when I see Nate NFL propose the trade to you. Dude, yeah, I actually I proposed a good trade too. to you recently, and you text me, you're like, oh, I'm like, no, I actually I actually tried this time. Said, I don't remember what it was. Which but means anyway. you're 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 a bit of guilt. <laughs> oh, I, I suck the trade with. I know that. Hey, Nate has said he only tries to trade if it favors him. But I, I get that. It took, so it took he's me 15 the months back. to trade him Mark Andrews. Sorry. <laughs> it did. <laughs> Over a year. Currently the running back two on DLF and the running back 14 on keep trade cut. However, on the season, courtesy of Fantasy Pros, he's running back 21. And he has 75.5 fantasy points, and that's with PPR scoring. He's averaging 3.3 yards per carry. Will it ever get better? I mean, his average has not been great. I understand that the Pittsburgh Steelers offensive line isn't all that great, but still, if you're that good, you're going to overcome poor line play to a certain degree. He's already 24. I would gladly rather move on. I'll take the draft capital and get a younger bat with a better line. It's my goal anyway. I'm selling high, although you might want to wait until after they play Philadelphia because, as Phil mentioned before, you have quite the poorest run defense. Fuck you, Jonathan Gannon. So some of the trades that I've seen for Najee Harris are as such, and this was before James Robinson was traded to the Jets. I do want to say that. Travis Etienne straight up for Najee Harris. Right now, I will gladly take Travis Etienne. Uh, Najee Harris for a 23 first. Okay. Gage and see where that first is at. If it's the 112, I might rather keep Najee Harris there. Um, Najee Harris and Russell Wilson for Jalen Hurts and Daryl Henderson. See, this one it confuses me because, you know, one one side you're upgrading at running back and the other side you're upgrading at quarterback. So I feel like this is kind of a lateral move across the mm -hmm. board. Uh, Najee and a 24 fourth for Joe Mixon and Debo Samuel. Ooh. I wow, like Mixon and Debo Samuel. Really pulled that. that off. Yeah, whoever did that trade, good for you. Give me the Mixon side and Debo on top of it. Veto, love it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> starting already. Though. So the one redraft league that I'm in, they do like you have to vote on trades, which I just absolutely hate. And all the trades are garbage. And I'm like, can we just stop? I just veto everything. <laughs> Like I vote to veto because everything is bad. So, um, I, 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 my my main league does it. I I don't understand it. And I actually had I think I posted it in our group chat. I, like I traded Mac Collins for a late third and it got vetoed. I'm just like, what? <laughs> what? This is the trade we're vetoing? Really? Okay. That's ridiculous. So Nate, you wanted to talk about Damian Pierce quickly, I believe. Very quickly. Look, I love Damian Harris. I mean, not Damian Pierce. Damian Pierce, I look, I got to put this on the record because I don't think it's out there on recording. Okay. I said months ago, Damian Pierce, great sleeper in the NFL. Let's see if he gets the draft capital. He kind of got the draft capital. You know, he got that fourth round draft capital. Got the, and 
came into a place with lots of opportunity. I said, Damian Pierce is going to have a great season. You're going to be able to flip him for a first, maybe even a first plus, And then he's going to get replaced in 2023. Not necessarily, not merely replaced, but someone's going to come in with some competition. And then you can acquire him again for like a second round pick. You made some profit. You got your player back. He's still good. Okay. Now, someone find this video a year from now when you, you can get Damian Pierce for a second because of the one being a committee. Okay. We just saw Michael Carter. Oh, Michael Carter's the workhorse again. Finally. You know, he, he had the rookie season. He was showing some promise. He's going to be the workhorse. No, they draft Brees Hall. Brees Hall gets injured. Michael Carter, he's got the opportunity again as the fourth round pick, just like Damian Pierce, that running back who's got some power, some pass catching ability. Nope, they trade for James Robinson. Speaking of James Robinson, undrafted free agent, came in all pro, absolutely killing it. He's getting bounced around. They draft Travis Etienne and stuff. These guys, once they're out of day two draft capital, I'm sorry. It doesn't matter what I think. It doesn't matter what you think. This is how the NFL is run, okay? When the Houston Texans are trying to improve their team and they're staring at a running back, whether it's in free agency with their cap or they're looking at it, someone in the rookies, they're going to get them. It doesn't matter how good Damian Pierce is. It doesn't matter how much you love Damian Pierce, how much I love Damian Pierce. Odds are he's going to have some decent competition coming to that running back room. Whatever that looks like, it could be through free agency or draft. He's going to have competition at it. They're not going to just keep Rex Burkhead in another year with Damian Pierce and whoever else is on that running back committee. They're going to add somebody to that committee. Now, maybe Damian Pierce is still fancy relevant next year, but he's not going to be as fancy relevant as he is this year. The odds just are not in your favor. I could be wrong, but the odds, you got to play the odds in fantasy football because you know how unlucky this place is, how unlucky and frustrating this sport is. Do not get caught holding that falling knife if you don't need the fantasy points or if you can trade him for a player that's going to give you as many fantasy points this year because he's like rb8 right now do it just move on be safe you can still do great because he's valued so high you can get another really good player you can get Najee harris and probably like a third round pick on top of it or something like that you can get a really good wide receiver there's so many things you can do with damian pierce right now and if you're not taking advantage of it you are missing out I want to say one thing. I've always been telling people the NFL doesn't care about your fantasy team. You have to adapt your strategy and what you do to your teams based around what the NFL is doing. Project whoever you want to wherever you want. They don't care. Ask mm-hmm. All right. So show of hands. Are we buying or selling? Well, just say real quick, buying or selling James Robinson will go around. I will cheaply acquire. Me, you, James Robinson, if I can, I'd like to, like a piece of that offense. Nate, quickly, buying, selling, James Robinson. I'm probably just holding on the James Robinson where I have him and not actively selling him because I think there's going to be a pretty even split between him and Michael Carter. Um, and also, I don't I don't really think that offense is that good. I'm not really feeling Zach Wilson right now. So. How dare you? You were just after me today. <laughs> All right, I'm going to trade Mike my Zach Wilson share. Yes, I will trade you Najee Harris for Zach Wilson. <laughs> not do that phil quickly what are we doing I'm buying, buying, i'm buying james robinson uh they're they're not throwing the ball they're they're pretty much are giving zach wilson a jimmy garoppolo treatment just don't mess up they're going to run the ball a ton so i think there's enough um carries to divvy up between james robinson and michael carter zach zachary zachariathan same question yeah, i here. think i'm with nate on this one i think i'm going yeah, I think I think I'm with Nate on this one. I think I'm gonna hold uh just because 
I think you might be able to get more if you see a game or two of James Robinson in a Jet uniform. Do something like Brees Hall did. I'm not saying a Brees Hall-type performance, but if you see James Robinson with 16 carries for 100 yards and a touchdown, I think you could sell him for more then. So I think right now I'd hold. I'd wait for the value to increase. And if at worst, if I'm holding and I get left with the falling knife, as as Nate would say, then I have a, a flex um, running back at, at worst. Yeah, he's got a good floor. Well, you're talking about these guys that get competition brought in. Let's really stir the pot. Hopefully James Robinson goes to Houston next year just to really infuriate everyone. I'd be here for it. You heard it here first, unless someone else said it before me, in which case you didn't. All right, so of these two, which Carolina running back do we want, Chuba Hubbard or Deonta Foreman? I think I'll go with Chuba, I guess. I'm taking Chuba. Chuba. And it sounds like, you know, he did leave the game in the fourth quarter, but they said he could have come in if they needed him to. But, you know, the Panthers are just beating up Tom Brady and the Buccaneers so badly they didn't even need to put their starters back in. Yeah, that's wild. They were bugging down there. Zach, what about you? Which one do you want? I don't want any of them, but if I had to pick up one of the two, I'd probably go with Dante Foreman. He's looked pretty good since last year when given the opportunity. I'm not saying like RB1 type stuff here, but – you know, if we remember last year when he came in in relief, uh, when that when Derrick Henry sustained that injury, he looked pretty good. When um, Tennessee finally figured out that he should be the primary backup, and now the first opportunity in Carolina against a pretty good defense, fifteen carries for one hundred eighteen yards. Like, I'll ride with that. I do want to say one thing. This whole season so far has been crazy. We were putting in waiver claims for Sam Ellinger. <laughs> Jay Walker has been the savior for some people. Skylar Thompson started a game. Joe Flacco started a game. Bailey Zappy. Bailey Zappy. Bailey Zappy experiment. And what ripping out there and ripping, yeah. Ripping out there in Denver. Guys, do you guys remember those like 10 minutes on Monday night when Bailey Zappy was the starting quarterback for the New England Patriots for the rest of his life? <laughs> yeah. Yep. And Fantasy then it went Gazette down. Put out a good tweet like you know, yeah, go ahead, replace your starting quarterback with a mid-round draft pick. Let's see how that works out for you. I love the fantasy <laughs> that they're fantastic. So, guys, this has been a fire episode, I feel. So, everyone, we would love to know what you thought of Zach. Tell me how much you despise him and you never want him back on again. Feel free to DM us. Don't. So we don't rude. check him. So don't DM us. You could DM me at Rewind CEO, which I also don't check, but maybe I'll get back to that at some <laughs> point in time i'm being completely honest ain't nobody got time for that as they say you know what actually before i do that sorry i forgot to mention to you guys our new sponsor dr squatch let's clean yes i know pork thank you let's clean things up a bit and learn about our fresh new sponsor dr squatch with zach desperately needs down there in that miami heat what is Dr. Squatch? Why do you ask? Dr. Squatch develops natural, high-performance personal care products like bar soap, deodorant, shampoo, conditioner, and even beard oils. They only feature manly scents with only the finest ingredients Mother Nature has to offer, all while avoiding the harmful ingredients often used by traditional brands. Dr. Squatch is dedicated to male-specific formulations that directly address personal care demands of men like you and myself everywhere. Dr. Squatch offers a wide variety of bundles that will cater to your specific needs as well as a subscription service. So you'll never have to remember to order more before you run out. Guys, your girlfriend and wife can't remind you of everything. So subscribe and save money today with Dr. Squatch. Satisfaction is guaranteed. And if this isn't the best natural product you've ever used, Sean will come to your house and bathe you personally. He did get some Dr. Squatch. Sean, give me a thumbs up backstage. Is it good? 
We got two thumbs up backstage. Everybody. So hit that link in the bio. They are doing the 2022 rewind to bring out all their new scents. So Dr. Squatch is rewinding their 2022 season. Do it with the Dynasty Rewind. Hit that link below. And then before we go, let's They got inspired by us. They certainly did. If you want to play some best ball, pick'ems and rivals, use the promo code Rewind on Underdog Fantasy and get a 100% match on your first deposit up to $100. SeatGeek. Hey, Zach's going to a Dolphins game soon. He wants to go to SeatGeek.com and use the promo code Dynasty Rewind to get $20 off his first ticket purchase, and he's going to put it towards a Skylar Thompson jersey. We want you to become the part of the best community of fantasy football. Become a Rewinder today. Get access to rankings, bonus pods, written content, and so much more. Now offering a 10% discount in yearly memberships. Basically, get a month free. For the best gear on the planet, head to radiantglobal.com. Use the promo code Rewinder. 10% off all Dynasty Rewind and Dynasty Rewind merch only. So until next time, everybody, for Zach, Pork, and Nate, I'm your host, Michael Bauer. Be kind. Please rewind. Thanks for listening.